0: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hi, how are you today? I'm having a pretty good day. I have some exciting things coming up today. I'll tell you about them later. I'm waiting on some some good news, and I have some tough things, too. I, t- I was telling Alan, our, our producer here at Salem Media, and yay, shout out to Alan. He's awesome. I was telling him today that, you know, wow, it seems like every day my phone's either blowing up with really tough things Or really great things. Do you ever feel that way? It's like these are the best of times and the worst of times. But, yeah, I think as a pastor's wife, you get lots of calls. I'm praying for people that are really, really in a tough place uh, spiritually and in another tough place physically. And I'm praying for miracles. I'm believing God for great, great things. And if they're listening today, they know who they are. And I just want you to know, I believe for you 110%, and God will do it. And so I have great faith for my my people that call in desperation. You know, we have to stand with one another, don't we? We stand together and we say, "God, <laughs> you are with us. Would you help us? We believe you for great things." And so I'm believing God for for several friends and several situations today that God would move and do great things. And I'm also I'm awaiting some good news today and I'll share it probably with you on the next episode. But why don't we say a prayer? We're in Ruth. We're still, we're kind of in that history, that beginning, that background, because we, we want to really understand the setting and the context of Ruth, and so that's where we are today, but before we go any further, I would like to say a prayer for you, because I know you too have the ups and the downs, and the, the good and the hard, so let's invite God in. So God, we come to you today, we thank you, we thank you that we get to study your word together that we love one another we love just being in your presence we love praying to you we love uh, welcoming you into our life into our day and we do that now and God there are some tough things happening and and friends of ours and people that we love going through some difficulties so we just want to bring those before you right now and we lay them at your feet and we say God we want you to know that we believe you for great things God you're still a God who has who does amazing wonders and signs and miracles and incredible things that are beyond you. You're the God who flung the stars in the sky. And so today we agree together for all those things that we can't control, those things that there's nothing that we can do. So God, would you do today what only you can do in the lives of those that we love? And Lord... For all the good things that are coming up, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We honor you today. We are grateful. We see your goodness in the land of the living. We, we see the, the people that we love. We are thankful for the provision that you've given us. We are thankful for one another and the fellowship we have together with one another. God, you are good. You are so good. And we just praise you today. Open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to understand your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, we had to get started with some prayer. We need prayer. Don't we? Prayer, prayer, prayer. We can't pray enough. So we are in Ruth chapter one. It's taking place in the time of the judges, which we talked about on the previous show that it was a lot like our day, a lot like our day. So a few points to remember about Ruth. It consists of four short chapters and it's one of two biblical books named after women. So you have Ruth and you also have Esther. I love Queen Esther. But we're doing Ruth right now. And Ruth is one of four women that are named in the lineage of Jesus' family tree. So you have Ruth, you have Tamar, you have Rahab, the harlot, and you have Bathsheba. That was David's girlfriend. Mm. Remember all of that. So Ruth, Tamar, Rahab, and Bathsheba, this is quite the lineup. And they are in the lineup of the lineage in Jesus' family tree. You know, you think, well, my family tree is not perfect. Now I know my family tree is not perfect. Well, Jesus' family tree wasn't perfect either. But you know what? His blood covered everything. Everything he did on the cross covered everything. And Jesus looks into our lives and said, that's why I came, guys. That's why I came to clean up the messes. That's why I came. And I cover you and I love you and I forgive you. And so I think it's kind of cool that she was the great grandmother of King David. And she came to Bethlehem as a foreigner. She was childless. She was a stranger and she was newly widowed. Then we have another character in the story of Ruth and that's Naomi. So Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law and Naomi is grief stricken. Naomi is poverty stricken and she's also a widow. Her husband's name was Elimelech. So Elimelech was her husband. He has died. They had two sons together. They had Malon and they had Kilion and Elimelech caused them to go to Moab he said whoa girls you know uh, Naomi uh, and the boys there's a famine in the land I don't know what we're going to do so we're going to Moab so they traveled from Bethlehem all the way to Moab how did they get there (laughs) well they had to travel south on the ridge route during a famine near Masada in the desert do you remember Masada It looks like a mountain, and that's where King Herod had his southern palace. So he had his southern palace there. It is hot there. You know, it's right. You can climb Masada, and when you look across from Masada, you see the Dead Sea. So the Dead Sea is in that area, and that is where the Dead Sea is. All the salt pillars, people do skin treatments there. That is the lowest point on earth, the lowest point, and it is hot it is dry, it is desert, it is dusty. And so that's the, the way they traveled. They went south on that ridge route during the famine near Masada and the desert, and then they crossed over the Great Rift Valley, which was right there at the salt-infused Dead Sea, lowest point on earth. It was a very bitter place. And they crossed a land bridge between the Dead Sea and Moab, climbing literally thousands of feet up that eastern valley wall and into modern day Jordan so Moab is modern day Jordan and they look across one another there's actually a checkpoint between Israel and Jordan right there in the middle and you can see so if you were going today there's checkpoints uh, in the middle and you know you don't you just don't just cross over there uh, without the right permission so I don't know if they had to get permission to cross but today you you certainly would you'd have to. So that's where they are. I can't imagine leaving a little town of Bethlehem for Moab, Mm. even today, because Bethlehem, oh, it's so beautiful. I love Bethlehem. It means house of bread. Bethlehem, of course, is where Jesus was born. That's what we, we know Bethlehem for that. I love Bethlehem because Bethlehem to this day has shepherds. It has hills. It has sheep just like in the time of the birth of Christ it's kinda like a small town very cute town they have olive wood shops today in Bethlehem we have friends in Bethlehem and I just (laughs) I love the women of Bethlehem that I've met and I can't imagine getting to meet the women that live in Bethlehem from this story in the book of Ruth we're gonna talk about them a little bit but in Bethlehem there are there were these women that I met one her name was Leah and she had a cute little house on a hill in Bethlehem. And we went there for dinner, Doyle, my husband and I. Went there for dinner and we had stuffed peppers, grape leaves, hummus, olives, olive oil. So all those Israeli uh, Mediterranean dishes. And I have some of those on my website. I have the Israeli salad. You definitely should try that. That's at jennifer-jackson.org. But those recipes, this is where I got them. And they would—they do a lot of parsley with salt and tomatoes, cucumbers chopped, red onion, lemon juice, olive oil. And it's this fresh, oh, fresh olive oil right off the trees right there in Bethlehem. They have oranges that come right over there straight from Jericho. Mm-hmm. Did you know Bethlehem's really close to Jericho? That's no, just a fun fact. But Jericho has the most incredible oranges. So, you know, your meal, you have this, all of these wonderful flavors, in Bethlehem, She did the stuffed grape leaves. I think I told you that. And this is what Layla said. She said, out my window, out my kitchen window, I see the return of Christ. <laughs> I love it. That's her heart, her heart for the Lord. She longs for his appearing. And she lives in Bethlehem. She looks out the window. She sees the shepherd's fields. What a cool place to live, right? Yeah, re- really, really neat place in Bethlehem. We had another friend, I don't think Layla lives there now, but she did live there for a long, long time, and, and we got to visit her there. And then another friend, her name was, uh, well, i actually not going to share her name, but she was part of what they call House of Hope, and she was blind, and we would go to visit her. She was in her 90s when I got to meet her, and she learned Braille, and the cool thing about Braille was that she would translate Christian magazines into Braille and they would smuggle the Christian magazines into Lebanon. It's That's north of Israel, into Lebanon to the blind in Syria and Lebanon so they could have a Braille Christian magazine. And she was in her 90s. That was a woman from modern-day Bethlehem. And she had this House of Hope, and the House of Hope was really a home for if you were blind, if you were deaf, if you had a severe special need of some sort physically, and our dear friend in her nineties was still running, helping to run, she had helpers, other helpers too, but she was definitely part of the ministry team there at House of Hope that she had that she had started so those are some of the women of Bethlehem and so when you think of Naomi, I just like to think about she was a woman from Bethlehem and This is she's part of Jesus's family tree and that's where he was born in Bethlehem. So, you know, the Bible's so rich. There's so many things that we can think about when we think about the Bible. Naomi, I like her because she she, one of the things she does, she urges Ruth to stay in Boaz's field because he is her kinsman redeemer. And he will keep her safe. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about every single day that we talk about Ruth. Because that's a major theme in the book of Ruth. And that is that Boaz redeemed them. He redeemed the family. He redeemed the property. He redeemed their possessions. He took care of them. He helped her to, you know, they had Obed, the child. Everything was redeemed. And that's what God does for us. He looks into our life that's a mess. We're, We're a stranger. We're hurting. We're impoverished. And he comes in and he redeems us. He's our redeemer. So that's a major theme in the book of Ruth. And we're just going to, day by day, we're going to keep going with that. If you want the download or the PDF to the book of Ruth, I'll send them to you. But you, can, you need to send me an email. Just go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. We're still in the middle of our show. We've got a great guest coming up that you don't want to miss because this is a very interesting interview, and I think you're going to enjoy it. You're listening to Simply for Women.